Okay, Wisdom Wranglers, so keep on sending all your emails to herecomesomewisdom at gmail.com like Andrew did this week. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he had some segments that he wanted to hear about, and one of them really just got my blood boiling. It was like piping hot fries. And I'm cold you out, Trevor, but the one of the most annoying pet peeves I have about spending any time with Trevor what? is when we go to McDonald's. Because uh-huh. McDonald's is, you know, fast food, therefore we should get our food fast. Well, Trevor has this fascination with, my fries got to be hot, my fries got to be hot. So what do BRH, you do, Trevor? man, BRH, blistering red hot. <laughs> That's how you got to have those fries. So okay, what's they, wrong they with that? So just scoop all the fries out. How do you know if they're hot? How do you know if they're fresh? What do you do? You order them with no salt. But they don't have any with no salt, so what do they do? They gotta make a fresh batch of fries. It takes like one minute. No, it doesn't. It takes forever, and we There's... sacrifice all our food. There'd be, there'd be like a group of seven of us going to McDonald's, and we're all got our food oh. in the bags, ready to go. We're sipping the drinks. What's what's the holdup? Why are we going? Oh, they had to make some new fries, specially made for Trevor. That's right. Oh, so all our fries are getting cold. All our burgers are getting cold. You, so don't, you know what? I don't care about you. <laughs> There, you did that surprise you? Well, the best part of the fries is the salt in the first place. No, the best part is when it burns your mouth. <laughs> What's this? Now that's your Italian. It's Italian. Uh, the, the best part of the fries is the uh, salt. Uh, Come on, you... Luigi. We gotta go save the princess. <laughs> get those, just take those salted just fries stop. and let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, no, but, but I mean, if I'm gonna eat pure fat, mm-hmm. okay, because that's all fries are, it's just fat. <laughs> They're like the worst thing you can eat. If I'm going to ever eat fries, which is like pretty rare nowadays, fries is like a treat. I'm going to get the fat as hot and as fresh and as tasty as possible. Because I don't want to eat just a plate of cold, disgusting fat. If I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to die in like (laughs) ecstasy. None of this like compromise. Everybody else is killing themselves. You might die waiting for those fries to be done. Everybody's killing themselves in mediocrity. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with a bang, Carter. I'm getting blistering. That's like life philosophy for you, Carter. (laughs) You're gonna go down. You go down swinging. You don't settle for mediocre fries, okay? But don't you take the chance that maybe those fries are salted and hot? No, that's you're trusting people. That's just that's your first mistake. Just ex- accept the fact that those fries are probably like cold and like spit on. Well, and you watch. I, I think watch them the, make the, one the fries. That the guy Carter. had to especially walk over to the fryer I, and start I making a brand new them. batch. Those I, ones spit I on. Hawkeye those people. The guy's got a canister spit in his sleeve, and you don't notice it. Oh, right. <laughs> well, we agree to disagree then. Yeah, we agree that I'm right. Keep sending your emails. Here comes some <laughs> wisdom at gmail.com. <laughs> And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Alright, ladies and gentlemen uh, Before we start this week's episode of Here Comes Some Wisdom We're just kind of putting this extra audio clip in As a little uh, a little um, precursor to the episode Because unfortunately, as many of you know We lost probably the greatest person in the world, a member of uh, the family. Just, yeah, just say it outright, straight up. Um, someone near and dear to all of us, Macho Man Randy Savage, passed away last week. The wisdom um, originator. 
So he uh, he really he has a special place in our heart. We never we never really discussed him in full detail. We had some plans to talk about him, but he was one of those iconic figures, kind of looming over the entire podcast. Where we were always too scared to say anything because we thought we would never be able to do him justice. But now uh, I think that we have to uh, do a special episode of it, guys. And so next week, when I'm back in Manitoba in the first week of June, we're going to get some people together and we're going to go into some interviews with him. We're going to do some analysis of his career and the influence he's had in our lives and just all around the awesomeness of the Macho Man Randy Savage, probably with a lot of really awesome imitations and not so awesome imitations by yours, truly. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And so, Brent, do you have anything you'd like to say about this before we uh, kick it into the real episode or anything or? Um, just Carter, you better be ready to bring it for real next week. I will, and because we're not playing like all Carter's cute little comments here, like sort of joking, haha. That's not where Trevor and I are coming from. I do not believe. Yeah, no, this comes from a this special is, place yeah, this, in our yeah. hearts. This is oh. real serious business. So I know, and as a this you know, could be t- the episode that gets Carter kicked off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're walking on holy ground, Carter. I, I'm just going to probably tread be quiet. lightly, Carter. Well. If, if anybody wants a precursor to it, uh, you can check out our blog at herecomesomewisdom.blogspot.com, where even yeah. before I heard the news that Macho Man has passed on, Trevor had uh, constructed the shrine in his honor. <laughs> I already with, did uh, a little quick. Yes. It took me a couple minutes, but it was a beautiful little tribute to some of his finest interview moments. Mm-hmm. Straight so. from the heart. That's right. It meant a lot. So coming up soon, we're going to have a special Savage cast of Here Comes Some Wisdom. So without any further ado, we'll kick you back into our regular episode, uh, episode 15 of Here Comes Some Wisdom. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Strap yourself in. Here Comes Some Wisdom is about to embark on a a spiritual journey and you're all invited. I'm Carter. (laughs) Spiritual. I'm Brent. And I guess I'm Trevor. Mm-hmm. So today You've we're really going to talk about the our feelings. We're going to talk about what's bothering us, and we're just going to have a good time. So just just sit down and relax, and let this podcast <laughs> just consume you. Let the soothing waters of here comes some wisdom ease your worried soul. Just just dip a toe in Lake Minnetonka. That's right, like Prince would. God. <laughs> so if if Car- if this show is really connected with you on, on another level, you can email. If us Carter, on. if Carter's intro to this episode is as good as the rest of this episode is, we're in trouble, people. <laughs> <laughs> we're in trouble. So if they want to email the show, they can email us at uh, here comes some wisdom at gmail dot com. And if they want to go to all of our blogs, not just Carter's blog, he gets very offended if we don't join him in the blogosphere. Carter, where can we go to see your blog? Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com. All right. Let's enjoy the episode, Carter. I hope you up your game here on our spiritual journey for wisdom. Yeah. Later. Carter, I have a question for you. Yep, go ahead. Okay. I'm thinking, have you kind of, have you found that this podcast is kind of, your new life log like life log 2.0 kind of is i'm imagining you like go back and listen to these all the time don't you i listen to each episode twice okay the rest. at least you're honest and then yeah. I, how often do you go back 
Um, When's the last time you've listened to episode one, Carter? Probably since... I listened to it maybe about like six weeks ago just to see how bad it is compared to like the new stuff. Yeah, you know, it's just all right. awesome. Cause I it's, see it's pretty you... rough, actually, to go back. Because I think sometime, like, you know, like 25 years from now, mm-hmm. I could see myself going back and like listening to these somehow, somewhere, and being like, wow, that was... Because it's going to give us a really accurate like picture of what was going on. and like Yeah, exactly. It should be Time interesting, capsule. but I see you like... I see this as like a gateway drug for you where you're going to start like videotaping every day of your life <laughs> and like sitting in for basically like, what was it? Is it Doogie Howser would end every day with a journal on the computer? I could see you sitting down in front of your computer and video journaling every day of like your life and like going back and watching your life and being like, oh, here's my life. I'm going to watch it as opposed to like living it. I, are you? Have you ever done video journey, journaling, Carter? No, I haven't. And I have no plans to. Really? And even I, I think you're coming at this all wrong. Like you might come back 25 years now and listen, but uh, probably this is probably going to end poorly, and I won't want to really be reminded of it. <laughs> that's probably like, this that's gonna, my, yeah, yeah. Ruin our like, friendships. It'd be like Carter. We're quitting doing the show. And then I see, like, episode 28 show up on <laughs> iTunes all of a sudden and be like, that we stopped at 27. <laughs> Some guy named Ash is on the show now. <laughs> so you already think that, Carney, we're throwing you under the bus. It could be. So I'm not getting too attached, you know. Fair enough. Not marrying this podcast yet. Fair enough. Playing Carter. the field. See, Carter, how I how I picture you keeping track of the podcast is you have like most TV shows have a bible of characters. Do you have some sort of running wiki of things said? Yeah, anytime you you say anything, I could tie it back to a previous episode. Do you like hashtag it and like trend it and like database it so it's like every time we've said the word like I don't know um, pimple. That was the very first. Five minutes of the very first recording. Pimple, you have a timestamp yeah. on every single podcast, every word we've said. Yeah, and in my left ear of my headphones, it's got the previous episode while in the so I can reference <laughs> it. And I've got the live stream coming out the right headphone. I an did, elaborate setup here. I did so do a little bit of video journaling once. Really? Well, I did. I, I made a kind of thing where I, when I was back in my hometown, that every like two or three months, I'd sit down for like five minutes and just talk about what was going on. What, what year I was, was this? This like the last couple of years. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I like I found them, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" And I looked at them, and I was like, "This is kind of interesting." Like, it was kind of like it's it's something that nobody else in the entire world would want to see or listen to, much like this podcast. But uh, it's it was interesting. I think you would I think you would love that kind of stuff, Carter. I'd like to see yours and maybe put it up on the the blog. And see oh. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty embarrassing. I think this I might week be- was uh, this week was a big week. Instead of having my normal sixteen venti uh, light ice black IT, I had nineteen of them. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <sighs> I might be down for embarrassing myself. I'm always. That's one thing I've noticed too as I've gotten older, is that self-deprecation is like pretty awesome. I think to some extent, if you can't like just laugh at yourself every once in a while, like your life's going to suck. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the big tough guy persona really wears off after high school. If you're like, hmm, I'm not like that at all, you know, who can't have a laugh at themselves at all and you don't dare make fun of them, you know, that's really, yeah. that's really worn off. 
Yeah, and if you're like that, you're gonna be the most uptight person in the world, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know. Well, I, I gotta disagree about your logic because I'm pretty uptight. Yet I'm quite self-deprecating. <laughs> no, you just fail segments constantly, <laughs> and then we deprecate you. I just go with it. Just try to stay popular. I'm trying to stay on this show. <laughs> you you just don't want us to kick you off. No, that's the problem if you're coming from a place of fear. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess the, you probably are. The truth comes that's the most out. Da- that's the most dangerous animal. Not the one like snarling at you. The one who's, who's cowering. So scared of cat psychologically. <laughs> so what are you? What animal is Carter now that we know this? He's like... <laughs> You're like some like tortured animal in the corner like... Waiting to strike. Just a, yeah, the rat. (laughs) An angry, angry rat. The dangerous cornered rat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's got nothing left to lose. Someday he could destroy us with his editing, the stuff we put on this cast, and his Photoshop skills. That's true. We (laughs) are going to hand the the editing over. Put the situation that you've never imagined. Mm -hmm. Or just trick non- understand not internet understanding bosses or something big look what these people did and said (laughs) exactly they really interviewed charlie sheen (laughs) charlie said that brent's got to slow down with the drugs well so are you saying about me editing trevor yeah i don't know if i I take over some editing then all those uh failed segments of me will never see the light of day that's you can rest assured yeah great Now, I have to go. Uh, I have to go to a chiropractor tomorrow. Now, a lot too of much, people too much lifting, too much weight at the gym. That's right. I'm going hard, man. You know, uh, what about Carter? Have you you strike me as a person that would have never gone to a chiropractor in your yep, life? Never gone. You seem terrified of that idea. Not no. trusting, no. skeptical. Right? Am I right here? Yeah, I think. Okay. There was some talk of my cat going to see a chiropractor <laughs> to help with his upper respiratory infection. I don't know where that came from, but it was quickly kiboshed. Can you imagine little Wibbles getting pulled over by the animal chiropractor and acupuncture too was part of the deal? And There's like, a job no. that's an animal chiropractor? And acupuncturist. It was, yeah, but even for like the oh. consultation, it was like $300 or something, so... What do they do? Just kick your cat, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's fixed. Like, oh, did you hear the crack? Yeah, good. Uh, wouldn't it be impossible to crack a cat's back? Anyways, I'm sure you could like. Bend All the, it over it's not really degrees. cracking. That's the thing is that it's just like basically like relaxing your your muscle groups until they're like, you know, good. But Brent, have you ever gone to a chiropractor? Yeah, well, mostly for my neck. Okay. Surprisingly, yeah. when I you know, playing hockey, one of my go-to moves was to let people hit you from behind into the boards. <laughs> like not turn at the last yeah. second, but just give them the option, and if they do, it's yeah. a penalty. Surprisingly, get the best player kicked out for. Surprisingly, the game. that wasn't so good for my neck in the long run. <laughs> but that so was your the, move. Yeah, yeah, so it got to the point where if I didn't keep moving my head at all times, it would stiffen up, and I'd have to crack it to move it again. Okay. So the chiropractor just went in there, and he was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and then he just ripped it, and like neck exploded, and then it was okay. That that sort of seems like um, not something a good hockey player would. The coach would be like, "Hey, get out there! You know, you're not going to get much action. Try to draw a penalty. You know, 
Yeah, but Brent was awesome in hockey. I know. So was this Brent? Because Brent thinks outside gone. the box. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to put like the Carter out there to do that. You know, get Brent in there scoring the goals, making. Yeah, hits. I guess if anybody's going to just get beat. put his body on the line, Carter, get... go stick your head against the boards and let someone hit yeah. you. Yeah, but Carter, you'd never have control of the play for any length of time. <laughs> Yeah, they never hit the guy that's 20 feet behind the play, like, skating around lost. They hit yeah, the guy with the right. puck. I don't know. But I don't know. That's the way it's done. Like, in the NBA, it's like, put the, get the crappy guy in Kobe Bryant's face, you know, try to get him mad so he punches you or something. That's, that's what was my job on the basketball team that would have, but I got cut, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. Kirk, can't let it go. Yeah. But no, so I have to go to a new chiropractor, and I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. Because I like I've had the same chiropractors my entire life, and they're like in our hometown, right? So you know them all, and like, because I think that's a pretty vulnerable situation to be in. It's like, even though it's probably all legit and easy to do and stuff, it's just like mm, you kind of want to have some kind of confidence in these people that are like snapping your neck and and like I'm so stubborn. The last time when I first moved here in September or like late September, I moved here and uh, I waited until I went home for Christmas to go to the chiropractor. Even though I basically like wrecked my back when I moved because I moved so many things in like such a short period of time and then drove for two days, I was so stubborn and scared that I waited for three months until I came back to my hometown for Christmas. And seriously, within 24 hours of going to the chiropractor, I was in like no pain. Whereas before, I was like, I was like sleeping with like a pillow under my legs and like sitting on a chair with like a rolled up towel on it, and like I couldn't sit for like more than 10 minutes. And I went to the chiropractor, and then I was, like, good. And they, they showed me some stretches, and, like, everything was good. And I'm in the same situation right now where my upper back is, like, so... I can't, like, move my arms. But instead of, like, waiting it out, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go tomorrow, and I'm terrified. And, like, that's the other thing. Like, Brett, you kind of brought it up. It's one of my favorite chiropractors. Like, I put it off for so long that when you go in, the first thing the chiropractor does is starts laughing. Right. Like, you know, you, you know, you're an idiot when like you go in at the chiropractor, like touches your back and they're like, <laughs> whoa, what is this? You know? And they're like <laughs> giggling and they're just like chuckling to themselves. And it's like a treat. It's like, oh, this is going to be fun. You know? And I don't know. Is that, do you think that every chiropractor just does that? Is that part of their like, sh- like shtick where it's like to make you feel good or make you feel like you're like, no. is it a scam? I think chiropractor, they just must love it. Yeah. It's like someone who likes like, popping pimples. That's but right. Like, but it's like, oh, yes, this is going to go, and you're going to straighten <laughs> it out. Wouldn't you love to be able to do that to somebody if if you knew how? Would you like to have yeah. that power bag? Like, think about sometimes you've seen a very old woman walk around, like, completely hunched over. Imagine yep. a, that's what I would like to see video of, chiropractor just take... Just grab like chiropractor abductions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, the van the pulls up. Get in there. They've got the Sit van still. in the back just cracking Breathe. Back. Breathe. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I imagine. It's like they could completely straighten out this hunchback. And <laughs> Well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's always like, too. It's always, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, relax. Just lift your leg a little higher. Breathe. Breathe. Bang! And it's just like... And they're like sweating. You know, you know, you've got a good adjustment when your chiropractor is sweating after. Yeah, that's that's where it's at. Yeah, yeah. The lower, the back stuff where they have to jump on your hip is sort of yeah sketchy. The, the hip, <laughs> the, the hip, hip check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, if I'm dead tomorrow, it's because I got my <laughs> neck broken by a chiropractor. So, or just lose your bladder control, or who knows what. <laughs> <laughs> 
All possibilities. I'm just. <laughs> I think I know what side you guys are going to come in on this, but I got into a heated discussion last week. Ice cream cake versus cake. Ice cream cake. Next segment. Brent, I know where you are on this too. I do like ice cream cake. How can you guys like ice cream cake? Because it's like ice cream, man. Ice cream covered in ice cream covered in icing. Yeah. With a little and it gets all melty and gross. Well, no. Yes, it. But if, it does. If you peck at it like a princess, it does. But that's yeah. no. It does though. It does. It gets sloppy and it melts on your plate and it looks gross. And you lick it. You oh, that that's so up, dis- Drop the fork. Put the plate up to the face. Proceed that's to like, so like a dog. filthy. Like, oh, ice cream cake is so disappointing. I don't know who thought of it. Like, why couldn't they think of something else with ice cream? Like, okay, cake is like. Like, oh, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Or, like, oh, that's the icing on top of the cake. Like, it's like, cake is probably the best thing in the world because it's know, cake. There's two it's reasons just- why cake exists. One, because freezers didn't exist back then. Two, it's a little more cost-effective than ice cream cake. That's the only two reasons oh, it's still around. junk. Cake <laughs> is the best, man. It's cake. It's cake. It's like, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Like, there's a reason that's part of it because cake is the best. So you take the best thing ever and you change it. That's like when your mom, like, that's my mother. She is notorious for this. My mom makes some kind of home-cooked meal, and it's the best, like, food I've ever had. And I tell her, I'm like, Mom, I love this. I want this again sometime. This was so good. Every time she makes it again, she goes, oh, but I just changed it a bit. I I experimented a little. I, I did this. And it's like... What are you doing? Every time. She's known for like ruining her amazing recipes because she keeps tweaking them and tweaking them. And that's what someone did with cake. Change is someone- inevitable and, and for the best, Trevor. No. When you have something so perfect. Trevor, if things didn't change, you'd still be on Acupane. <laughs> no. I just... I don't understand. Couldn't you just make a ball of cake and put icing on it or something and not call it? Or a ball of ice cream or like... Like, just get a jug of Ben and Jerry's and eat it? Or, like, why do you have to ruin the cake format? Well, I didn't know we had such a cake aficionado on this show. I love friend. cake. It's are the you, best. Are you, so what's your favorite cake show on uh, TLC? <laughs> um, cake Boss? Magnificent Cakes? I'm more of a magnificent cakes person. I don't really like the drama associated do with they cake do, boss Do kitchen. they do ice cream cakes on those shows? No, Not they don't. Not so much. Yeah, no. because they know better. They know better. No, because it's all about money in these businesses, so they can charge just as much. And then it costs them nothing to put that flour crap <laughs> ice cream oh, substitute in their so cakes. good, though. Okay, what's your favorite kind of cake, regular cake? I don't know. Air? Black. Yeah. That's what most of cakes are. They're like 50% air. You don't get the density. Black forest cake? Do you like black forest cake? That's least, least favorite is black forest. It's but it's the closest favorite, to ice cream for to me, so I like it. The cherry goop? Everywhere, no thanks. Oh, I love the cherry goop. I've been known to just buy cans of cherry pie filling and just eat them in a sitting. Um, <laughs> that or a tub of Betty Crocker icing. Mm-hmm. If somebody bought Betty Crocker icing and put it on the kitchen table in my house <laughs> and said you can have it, it could not make it two days. Mm-hmm. It yeah, would be, I, mean, I would eat the whole thing. 
I'm not going to eat. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to eat fries here. with unsalt, but I'll eat this. I don't want to kill myself eating <laughs> cold fat. What the heck is Betty Crocker ice cream? Cold. Oh, fat. but it's beautifully cold fat. It's sweet death. It's sweet, <laughs> sweet yeah. death. It's cold Here's fat some sweet. ideas for you. Here comes okay. some wisdom cake. Because what's the best part of a cake? Always. The icing. The cor- yeah, the icing, the corner squares. The flowers. Or a we flower. Need to make, yeah. Can we make a cube-shaped cake with no bottom that hovers somehow with something through the middle? So it has icing on the bottom, too? Yeah. Mm. Oh. I'd go for a, for a sphere. Is that cake. possible? Yes. We could elevate it on, like, on toothpicks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a huge toothpick through the middle. Yeah, like a skewer, like a shish kebab yeah. cake. <gasps> Shishka cake. <laughs> That'd be so good. You just get a stick and you put cubes of cake and you just oh. icing them on. Oh, no, no. You know, like a globe that's on your desk? Have like that. Yeah, so yeah, you can, yeah. like spin With- it around. Oh. And I take it back. It wasn't magnificent cakes. It was fabulous cake. Sorry to our female listeners. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you're sexist now too, Carter. Uh, that seems like on top on top of your show. racist accents. Now you're sexist as well. <laughs> wow. Cake kebab. <laughs> Brent, you're you you are an inventor. So Brent, would you if we all know you're a Star Trek fan, would you fashion would you decorate this cake like a Borg cube? Oh, a Rubik's Cube. Oh, that'd be good, too. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> I'm seriously excited. Shishka Cube. Live episode. We're getting Shishka Cube. We should make Shishka Cake. <laughs> yeah. Our Cuba Shish. I can't Yeah, our live episode will be like half an hour more until we take it out of the oven. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make this. Yeah, here comes the wisdom. The cooking show. On the coming, cooking, to a food, yeah. coming to a food network near you. So I have a challenge for us. Push I up think challenge. That... Okay, can I start that again? <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> I have a challenge for us. Okay. I think we're all Tony Danza fans. Some early in the sh- in the lifetime. Here comes some wisdom that was made pretty That's clearly. Right. You, yep. you, that was, you made, made that was one, stated. Yeah. Yes, that was stated pretty clearly. I do believe. But we've been missing out on Teach Tony Danza. What's that? <gasps> An A and E show. Where Tony goes back to his roots. Before he was a boxer or an actor or a talk show host, he got a degree in teaching. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. So now he's going back to school to teach a group of high schoolers some English. <laughs> and maybe learn something about himself. You might say, and <laughs> he did process. say, that he is taking the path not taken. That's actually in the... First he couple says, minutes of the show. Not taking brand hey, new life. Hey, you cut that out. You know we're not supposed to have any reference to that song. Yeah, we'll get sued if we sing the Who's the Boss theme yeah. song. Yeah. Damn. So he's he's teaching high schoolers, but at the same time, they're teaching him. Yes. Does, does he walk in and they're like, "Who the hell is this loser?" <laughs> Are you John Stamos? <laughs> that's, that's. Does anybody much even know? Some people, some kids looked into him. Some don't care. This guy's a washed-up loser, Tony Danzo. Who's he? Yeah. He's the guy yeah. from the Elton so John song. Hold me closer, Tony Danzo. So it's painfully. It's. I don't think I can watch it by myself. We might have to make a okay. pact to to work our way through this together. Okay. Respond because I think it needs to be seen. 
we need to follow this up. But I okay, can't, can't do it alone. It's all, it's all online. It's all free on A&E's website. You know it's good when it's all just giving it away. Yeah, you get what you pay for in this world. Yeah, Danza. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to pay $10 for Danza Flip. But sometimes Cheech and Tony's free. Oh, <laughs> well, to be fair. So what's going show, on so yeah. far? It's just the intro, and then he had his class already. And then some psycho yep. vice principal calls him down because he forgot to sign in. And she just rips in front. It rips into him and in front of kids, in front of the cameras. Everyone's laughing at him on his first day. She rips the Danza. Yeah, she's like, Mister Danza. She's like, What do you do when you come into the school, Mister Danza? It's sort of like a Matrix. He should have taken like the broom out of the closet and just smacked it. Yeah, walked out. He said, I don't. I'm the this. boss. <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> so she belittled him. Yeah. she's just like Angela. She's just like Angela. Yeah, I didn't think Calling about it him that out. way, but yeah. Calling him out. Yeah, Tony just has to deal with this all the time. He's, that's oh. true. He's used to it. He's never just seen his authority. His authority is always being questioned. Wherever he goes, his authority is questioned. Who is yeah. the boss, Danza? Who is the boss? He just wants somewhere where he's the boss. If you had him <laughs> as a teacher when you were 15, would you have yelled that at him? If he was a... <laughs> If you felt weakness, that could be. <laughs> if I could sense the weakness and he was my teacher. No, honestly, I would probably be like hanging out with Danza if, I, if he was my teacher. I would have nothing but love. I would think he, it would be hilarious. I'd try and get him to tell stories all the time. That's all I would do is try and get him off topic and get him telling stories. <laughs> I would have nothing but love for him. So Nothing basically the same strategy that your students have used on you in the past. That's all they did when I teach them. It was like, okay, hey, what can we get Sitnik mad about today? What can we get Trevor fired up about? And then all of a sudden it'd be like, and that's why the Arctic is still ours. <laughs> and it'd be like the end of the class. And it's like, oh, that's the Globe Theater for today, kids. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I would totally get Danza talking, man. I would totally get Danza talking. Oh. I love him. How can you not love that smile? How can you not love that? Yeah. He's not looking. I wouldn't say he's looking good now. He's getting. But he's still got the smile. Yeah, but he's got some dead eyes. Oh, dead his eyes have eyes. seen a lot in Hollywood. Good body though. Starts off shirtless <laughs> at four twenty. Gets up for the first day. Does some push-ups. Wake up in the morning. He long He's like, hmm, yeah. Wakes up at four twenty. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's our so marijuana reference with, for the week. Oh, is that what 420 is, Carter? Surprisingly a lot of, of those lately, which is just awkward and weird. <laughs> Carter, you're so special. Uh, so he gets up at four in the morning, shirtless, and that's the beginning of the, the show. Is that like the opening credits? Sort of. The first one, it's, it's one of those lower reality show things where they show the first season and then cut back like, will now, Tony learn to was he, yeah was he on the surreal life no no he hasn't sung that low don't Danza don't, never got on the surreal go oh he'd be good no, that's he'd like, be good so where could we put Tony Danza where could we put him where he's the boss he's the boss of this podcast that's that's, that's all he's doing. been searching for is a place well, he where he could be well, the he'll boss get to be a, he gets to be assistant football coach so he'll probably just get ripped on by coach 
coach is going to just dump that. on him. He should yeah, be baseball coach. He, he should be the that. third third baseman coach so he could send people home and slide into the catcher and get massively tagged out like he did in the opening credits of Who's yeah. the Boss. That's right. He lost a dream or two. Yeah. Well, I did learn that he was a bo- he was a boxer. He well, should be. I knew that from the opening credits yeah. as well. He's boxing in the so basement. He should, yeah. Smiles and turns so to the he camera and be. says, starring yeah. Tony Danza. Oh. Sorry, I know you want to go on. So he could be the boxing coach? Yeah, he should be just someone's boxing coach. He needs to be the boss, though. <laughs> Undoubtedly the boss? Yes, he needs something that's just his slice of the world. He needs his own podcast. Mm-hmm. He needs a Danza cast. We should talk to him. Because that's, a that's bit, what... A, yeah. A little bit off topic, but there is a triple X version of Who's the Boss Now, a parody movie. There's some site that has triple X versions of basically everything. Top Guns. Hey, Angela, why don't you come yeah. over here? And <laughs> yeah. It's got, top, it's got Top Gun, Simpsons, Sex in the City, Star Trek, Next Generation, which looks really good, actually. <laughs> Looks really good. <laughs> like it's like a good episode. It's like oh, that fits in. It like fills in a gap in the story. It's like somebody had a fan <laughs> fiction idea. Oh, shut up. But somebody had a fan fiction idea. Is there something that was missing? It's like how can I get this produced? There's only one way. Yeah, there's only one way to fill this storyline plot. We have to go into the the triple X uh, <laughs> sector because they'll finance this. Mm-hmm. Maybe there'll there be is. a triple X. Here comes some wisdom. Uh, audio all right ladies and gentlemen it's that time of the episode again we're gonna give you another weather report carter yay cue the (laughs) cue the foghorn (laughs) (laughs) i love the weather report and this is just like you know the pg weather reports there's a lot of things we can go into that uh aren't safe for public airing there's a lot of things that i'll never be able to repeat on the air here but and by air, I mean podcast. And by podcast, I mean us talking to ourselves. Now, so I was in high school, I think, maybe maybe a year, maybe grade 12, we'll say. I was in high school, and there was a nice party out at, uh, at a friend of ours' place out in the countryside. And now, the hurricane himself was known for um, just showing up at parties. Now, he was a good 10 years older than everybody else there. <laughs> and he would show up, and basically the parties always ended in high school when the hurricane would burn all of the furniture at the party, or he would try and kill somebody. Well, this party, it was a similar night. It was nice and chill, and um, things were going good. There was no, not a lot of furniture for him to burn. <laughs> so he decided he was going to start trying to call people out. Oh, so like, he like found, we do on this show. Yes, but he found the smallest guy at the party. This guy was like five foot two, like full, like full grown high school guy, but just a short guy, right? Like a really short guy. And the hurricane starts picking on him, starts making fun of him and teasing him. And this guy's just like, get away from me, you loser. Like, why are you even here? You know, and he's kind of like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, our friend has a video camera. 
He used to tape all this stuff going on at parties. So he has a video camera, and he's taping the hurricane, which is like, <laughs> you are playing with fire oh, yes. if you have a video camera on the hurricane. But the, he lived Something to tell the tale. will happen within yes. the next 20 minutes. So the hurricane goes up to this guy to call him out. And he's so drunk, the hurricane can barely even stand at this point. Like, he's so drunk, like, just sloppy drunk. They can barely stand up, falling around all over the place. And he goes up to the guy, and this is back when wrestling was pretty cool, and takes off his shirt in front of, like, 40 people. He takes off his shirt over his head, stretches out his chest, and goes, Do you smell? What the rock is cooking? (laughs) And it's on tape. The little guy walks up to him. Fuck. One shot in the face. Hurricane is down. Down Down goes into a tropical storm. Down goes the hurricane. Bloody nose. Now, may I suggest that that the, the hurricane's nose was actually flat? That's how many times he had been punched in the face. That his nose was physically deformed flat from being punched so much in the face. So, Hurricane is just like rattled and he's getting up. This little guy just beat the crap out of him in one punch. After he did, do you smell what the rock is cooking in front of everybody? So the Hurricane's like trying to be tough. Oh no, man. Man, that was a dirty shot. That was a cheap shot. I wasn't ready, man. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, man. That was a cheap shot. Oh, I'm going to get you. And all of a sudden... Do you smell <laughs> what the rack is cooking? And the guy just looks at him. Hurricane swings. Little guy just easily dodges. Boom! One in the face. Down goes the hurricane. Next thing you know, the person whose party it was, their mother comes out onto the porch with a gun and says, Get the hell off my property! <laughs> and that was the end of the party. Everybody really chilled out, but we got it on tape. We got everything. We even got the mom coming out. We're, and we're going to post it on the blog, right? <laughs> no, we are not going to post it. Yeah. But do you smell what the rock is cooking? Now, Trevor, I'm a bit worried about this. You said anybody who had a camera around the hurricane was just playing with fire. Well, what about people who talk about them on a, on a public, national, international podcast? I'm probably a wanted man at this point. Yes. I don't think he gets the uh, interwebs. So, he had a computer and then he punched it. Really? Well, nobody punches Uh. everything. We were going to make a hurricane workout video once. (laughs) That was our plan. We were going to make a hurricane workout video and it was going to be this. All right, guys. The first thing you do is you take off your shirt and you go, Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And then it's, here's your moves, all right? It's like Tybo, except here's what you do. Punch! 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 Go firecracker. Like Ten minutes later, punch! Punch! <laughs> well, somebody's like hitting you in the face. Oh, hurricane. Kind soul somewhere deep down inside, I'm certain. That was weather report. Okay, so all spiritual journeys must come to an end. So unfortunately, <laughs> episode 15 is now in the books. I'm Carter. 15? Yeah. I'm Brent. 15, that's a great... I don't know I'm why Trevor. We're, I, I don't know why we're repeating our I names again, but just thought it'd be cool. I can't believe that yeah. 
I can't believe we've done 15 episodes. That's crazy. Milestone. And Trevor thinks it's so special that everybody's listening. Shut up. I think it's awesome that we got this platform and people are like, people are really getting into the wisdom now and they're spreading the wisdom and they're telling friends and we really appreciate that. Yeah, they're downloading episodes of wisdom on like electronic (laughs) stories, iPads. They're spreading it. How many to go, Brent? Like a disease. Um, Nothing. Nothing. Brent said 13 to go. go He just keeps, he just keeps cutting down the episodes. He's. It'll be like next week. It'll be here's episode sixteen. And Brent will be like two more left. <laughs> here's episode sixteen, last one. <laughs> Brent's trying to get out of the mission, get out of the spiritual journey that yeah. is the Wisdom Cast. All right. So if they want to email the show, Carter, where do they email us at? Here comes some wisdom at gmail dot com. All right. And if they want to go to our blogosphere. Where do they go, Brent? Somewisdom.blogspot.com. Yes. For all and the if, sweet uh, photoshops and show notes and all the stuff we talk <laughs> about. All the experimental, I, supplemental, existential material. I, I had someone today send me a message, too, that I guess a couple weeks ago we were making fun of people that still download our episodes from the blog. Because you can get... The ep- I was I was basically calling people out that listen to the ep- I was like well if you're if you're on this if you're listening to this you're on, you're obviously on iTunes because nobody listens through the blog you're an idiot and then I got a message like hey I listen through the blog every week so sorry you can obviously listen through the blog but I thought it was kind of funny so we're gonna be back next week <laughs> with episode sixteen sweet sixteen our podcast oh, nice. is all grown's up all grown's up it's gonna be a we're gonna get it a cake not an ice cream cake cake special and we have a couple live episodes coming up soon where we're all going to be in person we might have a couple special guests for the sweet 16th birthday party here yep, for, yep. for here comes some wisdom so be ready for that and if you have any ideas for segments or anything please email us and give us your feedback and spread the wisdom people have a great week we'll catch you next week Peace. carter i hear you were at the apple store no, I am not allowed there anymore after the fight that broke oh, out. Yeah, after the uh, bar fight, the yeah. genius bar fight, genius bar fight. So yeah, we're bringing an uh, iPad into our lives this week, probably. So you know, went to go check them out at a local electronics store, and, uh, and we always tell the listeners start spreading the wisdom. So what did I do? I went uh, on the iPad, iPads actually. How many? Went, Two. Went to iTunes, oh. podcast, Here Comes Some Wisdom, and I downloaded the complete library, episode 1 to 13 of Here Comes Some Wisdom. So the next lucky soul that goes and thinks they want an iPad, they, you know, might be They're a little gonna interested. Have, it's going to come with pre-installed wisdom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you pre-installed the wisdom. So that counts. You got us two more downloads, Carter. I did. Well, 26 more downloads. Did you really, subscribe but... us? Did you subscribe them? No, it didn't. Should've. You didn't subscribe them to the wisdom, Carter? No, because technically the store. Carter, you got to go back. Carter, go back. Go back. Subscribe. So sign up just... the store for an account. <laughs> get a credit card. Sign up and start subscribing iPads and stores to here comes some wisdom, Carter. Okay, but you know that's just one way you can spread the wisdom. So our listeners come up with more creative. Or if you told somebody that you know you spread the wisdom or something, email us in and uh, let us know some of your stories. Or tell us who told you about the wisdom. Yeah, exactly. There's a path you take and a path not taken. The choice is up to you, my friend. Not so long, but you might.